This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Welcome to the My Old Man Said Podcast. It's something for the weekend time. Joining me to discuss a true litmus test of Emery's Villa in the early part of the 23-24 season. The trip to Anfield. Mr. Bud. Hello, sir. How are you? Not too bad. Back-to-back nights out in the Brum. Oh, Villa wild against man. the Hibs and Angel Olsen at the Mill. Concert, oh, cool. which was good switch of seats for went out the halt to the trinity i think emery's on pitch revelation is is a cover-up for uh shambles off it trying to get to my seat and my f- friends trying to get to the seat there's no actual sign for the block that you're actually in it's like the harry potter missing platform <laughs> to run through the middle of the uh yeah oh, okay where's b4 it goes b6 b5 uh, B3, B2, and then you go back, where's B4? It doesn't exist. It's like that. Oh, yeah, there's no sign for it. And it's like, well, why don't you put one up there? Or a temporary one? <sighs> and then, trying to get a beer, I, I've never seen such a shambles. It was like the Villa crowd took them by surprise. Like, oh, we never normally get like a few thousand queuing up for drinks at halftime. They've got like three or four plastic cups waiting next to the draft pumps. And then, you know, somebody's pouring one drink and then they turn around to uh, get another glass for the next drink. And their co-worker's stolen the five cups they had ready and it's like, well, at half time, why don't you just have like pile them up each so you've got all these cups ready? I mean, you should be pre pouring as well for the initial surge. And then they don't know how to use the Guinness machine. They just pour the, the, the can into the, the cup and then give you it. And then I said to them, Have you been trained how to do a Guinness? And they said, uh, No. And I said, yeah, It doesn't surprise me you haven't been trained. I said, That machine there, you put it on, press the button, and it kind of puts life into it. And they were like, oh, I didn't know about that. I said, yeah, no, I'm not blaming you, but this is shambles, really is. Anyway, we're going to get into that when we've got a meeting with Heck. I mean, this is going to be the last meeting I attend unless they sort it out because 
for five, six years, you've been banging on about concourses and all they do is take the piss and, you know, in the whole, they just drop the capacity and create an upsell instead of uh, addressing the problems that they increase the prices for season ticket holders and uh, general ticket holders for. They actually make the conditions worse and yet put the prices up. It's an absolute shambles and it's getting to the point where people are getting mad now. You don't get such shambolic service at Green King pubs. Great segue. <laughs> Which we are pleased to announce that this season of Something for the Weekend on the My Old Man Said podcast is brought to you by Green King Sport, where football is more than a game. Green King Sport venues are showing every single televised Villa fixture over the 23-24 season. And with more than 900 sports pubs across the UK, it doesn't matter whether you're based in Birmingham or Brighton, you can catch every single minute of the action. Keep an eye out during the season for events, offers, content and competitions that put you closer to the action. Right, bit bit of a busy week this week. European game, European draw, the signing of Clement Longley is essentially backup to uh, Mings. Well, not a backup for Mings, a replacement of Mings for yep. the season. Bit of a Bednarak move. I think it's a bit better than a Bednarak, <laughs> but it's the same in the same, same uh, vibe, spirit, same spirit. I mean, he, I think he will. He'll be playing a bit of uh, Europa Conference League football. And if we're playing through at the back, you can accommodate these people so he probably thinks he's, he's bringing him into play he's a replacement for Mings but he's more of a backup for Torres to give Torres a bit of uh, rest mm-hmm. similar type of player like a ball yeah, playing centre back isn't he potentially sometimes a bit sluggish in, def- in, a, in a foot race probably doesn't have the pace but uh, does have the uh, let's say the more continental ball playing approach so uh, we'll see uh, he'll probably get a start against Everton in the League Cup as well to ease him in the draw for the Europa League first impressions. We'll, we will talk about this in a lot, lot more detail in Europa Visions episode. But uh, in the meantime, Altmar, Legia Warsaw, and Zurinsky Mostar. So Bosnia, Poland, Holland for the trips. All three, I would say, have got ultra activity. I mean, we we obviously saw what AZ did against West Ham in the semi-finals. Leger have also real nationalistic overtones to their ultras. They have a bit of a bad rep uh, in Europe. But probably the best stadium of the three, the, the Warsaw one. Yeah, the, the Mostar one looks bizarre, doesn't it? It's like one stand and an athletics track. It's a very weird little ground. Nice location, though. Yeah, Mostar's uh, a nice, 9, nice capacity there. Good luck getting a ticket for well, that Apparently one. their average attendance is about 2,500. But the mighty Aston Villa are I in town. I think you could probably get there on the night. Yeah. I think the Dutch situation that there'll be eagle eyes on AZ after what happened in that West Ham. So there'll be yes. uh, that'll be pretty well regulated. Dutch away fans are. I don't know what it is. It, Dutch nice people by default, but their away fans are, are. I mean, a lot of various teams are actually banned from travelling in to other Holland uh, towns. I mean, Ajax used to pick up so many fines from UEFA over the years, for example. So that would be a lively one. But uh, I think because of what happened uh, against West Ham, there will be a bit of a you know preparation for them. So we shall see. But, I mean, look at any of those groups Villa should be getting through. And it's in their interest to win the group because if they come second, they would have to enter a playoff against teams that drop out of the Europa League. And it's extra games Yeah, that you and that's want. it. It's not really the challenge of it. It's just the extra de- extra games that you just can't be arsed with. Uh, because then you're getting into a, a period where the league 
you're starting to establish where you're going to finish in the league or have some idea of how the season's going to go so that you, you want to be focused on that and just focus on the European games that you know when they come and you just make it easier for yourself by playing two less if you win the group we're still actually waiting as per usual for Emery's press conference the only thing here is the Martinez injury yeah, that everyone's kind of waiting on a little bit. No one quite knows. Obviously, he didn't play against Hibs. Not that I thought yeah, he would he anyway. Yeah, going to play that game. Um, so we'll see. But it was a small injury, so you, you would reckon he would play. You're getting to a game that is actually key that he does play because I'm not confident with Olsen in goal getting something at Liverpool. With Martinez in goal, you, you're going full on, especially with their defensive uh, issues, which we'll uh, get on to in terms of Liverpool, it's a defining win against Newcastle, I thought, because and the manner Newcastle of it won that one, which, you know, no shock if they did, because they're quite formidable at home. But Liverpool are the only team they've really struggled to beat. I think they've lost, is it five games last season and this season? And Liverpool have won three of them, roughly. Mm, something like seems that. to have their number a little bit. One of those results, it's essentially them putting them back in their place, isn't it? Especially with the manner of it, you know, to lose, you know, to, obviously to go down to 10 men and lose Van Dijk and then to snatch it at the death. When Newcastle really should have got control of that game and um, got the job done, they didn't. You know, you'd fancy Newcastle 1-0 up against 10 men against most teams at St. James's and Liverpool came back. It'll be a good sort of a feather in the cap for Liverpool, who are in a little bit of a transition at the moment, having offloaded loads obviously, of Obviously, they've got problems uh, at centre-back and they, t- they actually took off uh, Matip and b- brought on a 20, 20-year-old Gerald Kwanzaa and he was the only centre-back this is uh, when they were chasing the game against Newcastle. So they're playing with one centre back who's twenty years old, and they, you know, managed to turn it around. Canate's Canate injured, is moment, injured as well, so they started yeah. off the season with Van Dijk and Canate as their centre back pairing. And Nat Phillips, who was there previously, he, he they, they brought him in when they had a, a previous sort of centre back disaster. He's gone out on loan to, to Celtic today, so they've, they're actually sort of three centre backs down in their rotation. So this is a real opportunity to get at them. Now, this is why I want Martinez in there, because you want to be playing, uh, you know, as full strength as you can. And, you know, there was, you know, moments against Hibs in the home leg where Olsen, I mean, he, he did okay. You know, it's, it's an easy wicket, isn't it, for any goalkeeper that game? Yeah, I mean, he made a couple of sort of fairly decent saves. Um, but in terms of like the intensity of the game and when the job's done, it's, it's a lot easier. Because yeah, to- when it's intense, that's when he's passing. Uh, when Once, you know, they play it back to him, that's where, where he just panics, doesn't he? He'll just hit it straight a little back bit, yeah. to you. A little bit. What do you mean a little bit? Well, sometimes it goes out of play. <laughs> well, that's preferable to playing it back to the guy who's passed it to you because he's surrounded by three of the opposition players, <laughs> i.e. Kamara. Would you say this is the next generation of Klopp's uh, team? Is this a new Liverpool team? I mean, I think it's beginning to be, yeah. faces. Diaz is now being pushed a bit more to the fore. I like Luis Diaz, actually. And then obviously Gakpo's been playing up front as well. Jota is somebody who uh, is still really almost good like the, a match day squad player as opposed to a uh, first 11 player. Yeah, and obviously... And they've obviously got Alexis McAllister, who's just come in from uh, from Brighton. Yeah, it's kind of Suspension. Like a, yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's like a new look midfield, isn't it? Of course, they've got McAllister. Is it Sublaski? I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Endo, the Japanese lad on the right hand side. So it's a yeah. very different looking midfield, which is a it's kind of a strange one. I think they'll probably be they'll be a good partnership when they settle. But they've actually they've been played through the most of any side in the league who doesn't play like a low block. You know, the, all the sort of the teams who don't park the bus. That midfield three aren't very sort of, should we say, refined. I mean, yet. they do set up like four three three. Well, with within the, that because the wing backs bomb on, don't they? With Robertson and, yeah. and and Trent, but the actual midfield 
aren't quite set up yet. Only, I think there's, like, only there's only four sides in the whole league who've been played through more already. So Liverpool's midfield isn't rocking and rolling yet. It's just that their front three is enough to win them games. Whoever's on the pitch, they've got real firepower at the top of the pitch. But I think further back, you've got to be brave. You've got to go at them. I think if you sit back and wait for them to come on to you too much, you're inviting pressure. But actually, they are there to be got at, especially with the, the central defensive problems. The game. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Having this game. Yeah, I, I think I think after the January window, then you might be able to say this is, you know, Klopp's new Liverpool team, essentially. It's and, still and, in transition, I think. You've got Salah and Becker, the keeper, they're like the mainstays, and then Van Dijk, Arnold, I suppose the fullbacks as well. And they'll stay with in the new look Liverpool team, but... I think it's the midfields. The big is the main transition, and, it was in, it? and they were having problems with it last year. Anyway, you know they had a bad season for for long periods last year. So the fact that they've gone to Chelsea, got a draw, gone to Newcastle, got a win, would mean that you think, well, maybe they've just slightly turned a corner. And of course, they finished finished last season very well, didn't they? When when we went there, it was a very difficult game that one, but we came out came out of it with a good point that was pivotal in the, the running. They were probably the form team, weren't they? Apart from uh, Manchester yeah, City, yeah, big time. And you just thought, well, uh, if, if I mean, they had such a bad start. That, I mean, they were they were crippled in mid-table. And at one point yeah. you're thinking, oh, Villa can probably finish above these. But then it got to the point where you, you probably thought, well, we probably have to win it. Anfield to have a serious chance of finishing above them. And, and they had a nice never, running, didn't they, with their fixtures? Yeah, features. it was uh, inevitable in the end. But there was a worry point, And they did have to really pull their finger out and uh, put on a pretty impressive run last season. When a team is going to do something this season out of the ordinary and, and from a Villa point of view, you always need that kind of statement win that turns things around. And if you went to Anfield and won, you suddenly, you're in the top three or four and it's like, wow, that's, you know, this is, the league's going to take note here. Likewise, if Liverpool beat Villa comfortably, then you think, well, Liverpool are looking for top four this season for sure. Well, and after after obviously having you know, gone to Newcastle and had a bit of a tonking in, you know, in quite a chastening fashion, I think this would be the kind of one that everyone would look at and go, right, are Villa really where they think they want to be or where a lot of the press are sort of talking about Villa could be or are we kind of just a little bit off it at the moment? Yeah, because when you look at actually what we've done, I mean, not taking anything away from us because you, you can only play the teams in front of us as a cliche goes, but the way we, we, we've dismantled them comfortably. But really we should be doing because 
We've played two games against a terrible Hibs team. Everton were awful. And Burnley didn't offer Burnley, newly promoted, finding their feet and brought a lot of players in. So in that respect, after the Newcastle game, we are on par, aren't we, for what we expected yeah. in terms of result-wise. Yeah, yeah. well, now, so. this is some. This is where you can actually upset the par because the par would potentially be a loss here. But after last season, you'd hope that they know they're in for a game. We know that they're missing the core of their the defence. We know that we've, we're missing Mings, who this is the kind of game you, you'd want Mings in. So it's a real test for the new the new boys. I was going to say it's it's certainly a big litmus test for Paul Torres. I think you know he had a Everton was a really nice home debut. You know the, the games against Hibs and Burnley were kind of nice ones, but he's coming up against really world class forward speed here. as well, speed mobility. You know, uh, really clinical, generally quite a clinical team, especially at Anfield. So you know you look at the way they played at uh, uh, St James's Park. They could have been you know the game could have run away from them, but they stayed in the game, and I think they've come from behind twice already this season Emery played him against the in the Hibs home game just to keep him warm <laughs> yeah I think he just wants to play him into play him into kind of form because he knows he's got to be the main, one of the main men but I'm interested to see if he goes with a back three again in that one or if he goes to the back four and I, yeah, think, I think he'll probably play a back really, three uh, for away games in the big boys yeah. in the traditional sense of just being a bit more secure slightly compensating for Mings's physical presence just to have three bigger guys in the back there yeah. because none of them individually can match what Mings does so you're hoping to cover by just having uh, you know the, the extra centre back and know. then I think Dina and Cash's natural games are probably more going forward I didn't quite get the Luca Dean uh, as well. transfer rumours I think well, I think we mentioned it on the podcast as well. He's not going anywhere because Moreno's not even fit. Why would you? Uh, no, they'll be, they'll be looking to have him back. You know, Moreno will be back after the international break with Ramsey. But even when Moreno think, was fully fit well and playing really well, he, he was still playing Dean quite a lot. The, the, yeah. When there was no European or Cup football left in the season, so both of them will get games. Of course they will. To get yeah, rid of Dean, it's like then you've got to get another left back in. And what's the fucking point? What's the point in starting again? And he's not guaranteed to be better. You know, Dean is settled in the country. He knows the league, etc., etc. He's been at the club a little while. He's got a little French contingent as well now, which will kind of keep him keep them all happy. But he's playing well as well, yeah, so there was, 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 was no good, logic to up, upsetting the, the apple cart. No. Emery has dropped his press conference. He said on the Clement uh, Longley, he said, of course, after Tyrone's injury, we're analysing how he can face the season. It was a very good opportunity. He has experience at a high level and in Europe. Yeah, that's where I see him playing, uh, especially in the group stages. Emery on the window, I am very, very happy with how we have done in the transfer window. And in terms of Martinez, what does he, what does he say? He's hopeful they'll they'll uh, they'll assess yeah. him ahead of the game, but he's hopeful he'll play. So the thing about Martinez, he normally in in those fifty fifties, he, he always doesn't play, doesn't he? Well, he's, he's, his his big thing is playing for Argentina, isn't yeah, he? But you, you know what I mean. Play, like sometimes like, yeah, when a player's like, off. you get to know the player, and you go, yeah, in a in a kind of oh, we'll assess him ahead of the game. That normally means he's playing. With Martinez, it normally goes the other way. So I'm. Uh, not counting my chickens at the moment. No, not on that one. Then obviously we're without Traore. We had a little knock ahead of Hibs. And then you know, obviously Ramsey, Moreno are out. Dendonka, of course, is back. Back yeah. in the fray and Zaniola will come back in. After- I mean, the good thing about Dendonka, it does give you a bit more coverage on the bench and just a better you know feel to it. Because we, we have been actually not filling our quota on the Moving bench. Back, back to the days of playing two goalkeepers again, which yeah. I just... I don't understand Back the reason. Back to the Liverpool for doing situation. Uh, I mean, a lot of it depends on Martinez. I will uh, say, if he's playing, then I think that affects how you would go on the Mom's Pool panel result. 
So yeah. what are you going for? I'm going to go score draw for this one. So the same as last season. I think, yeah. So I'm going to say a lot of it's on Martinez for me because I think, I mean, Villa are missing Mings, but I think Liverpool's centre-back situation is a bit more serious than ours because yeah. we've we've had a bit of time to, uh, let's say, patch it up and uh, have a life after Mings. You know, we're mentally prepared for the season and we've got our ducks in a line shall we say yeah it's, it's still a really difficult place to go though and it was it they've lost one in i think it's 43 premier yeah. league home fixtures so their home That's form mad. is uh incredible with the best so with that said i'm gonna say i'm gonna go score draw as well i'm not gonna stick my head out because of the martinez situation so i'll go score draw as well but in terms of i mean historically um, i mean it was this i mean they haunted my youth as i always say on this so you know i went like a decade supporting villa at the start and never saw us beat uh, liverpool so for me from those days it's still my favorite scalp is to win at anfield even above united i mean our record at anfield isn't the worst is it compared well, the last to some five of the big games sides. it's four losses one draw i mean last season's was the best result yeah the big, the big one for me, obviously, there's the Martinez thing. There's also at the other end. I think Watkins has scored one goal in his last ten league games. That's kind of gonna, he? yeah, he's, that's going to have to sort of change pretty soon. You had that little barren spell, didn't he, towards the end of the season where he only scored against Brighton on that's the last pretty, day. Uh, he I hasn't didn't know scored that. in the league it's kind yet. Of come out yeah. of nowhere. It's kind of crept up because you, you factor in last season as well. He kind of had that yeah. amazing run, didn't he? And then he kind of but he's normally pretty a little good bit against Liverpool. The end of the season. Yeah, 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 he is. He's tended to, be, tended to be reasonably good against the bigger sides, actually. Only Vardy and Kane have scored more top-flight goals against Klopp's Liverpool. Uh, Watkins has got five. Uh, I mean, half of, most of those are a hat-trick at Villa Park behind closed yeah. doors. <laughs> Diaby can become the first player to score in each of Villa's opening three away matches of a top-flight season since Ooh. David Platt in 1990-91. And under Emery, our array record's been fairly good. Was it seven, seven of 14 Premier League away matches? Although the Burnley win actually last week was actually the first win in a while, wasn't it? We had, we'd kind of spluttered a little bit away from home towards the end of the season again. Albeit our season's going to be built on games. our home form because it is pretty, uh, I mean, eight, we're on eight at the moment, consecutive wins. And hopefully we can extend that all the way up uh, into double figures before Manchester City visit and then a real, have a real go at them. Yeah, yeah hopefully. And if we win that, strap yourselves strap in. Yourselves we're in. going for, on an adventure. <laughs> it's going to be like a magical mystery tour. The problem is we do have to shut down Salah. He has scored six goals in his last six starts against Villa. Definitely the main uh, danger. Even though they may have a new look midfield, which you know may still be finding its feet, uh, Salah remains a, a man who can just you know, turn things on their heads uh, on his own. But they are they are conceding. That's why uh, the way we've been playing clinically and, you know, the, the goals we've been scoring in terms of team efforts, we're curating these goals. It's not as if they're a bit of luck or, or whatever, you know. So this gives me a reason to believe Villa will be analysing the deficiencies in Liverpool and they'll look at that back line and go, we can get at these. You would not be surprised if Villa won this. I don't think they were planning that much for that Hibs game. They would, they would have been, early this week, they'd have been looking at the Liverpool game. Well, Hibs, the Hibs game was a get through the game. It was That's how it played yeah. out, wasn't it? It was a very low impact, sort of low intensity kind of game. Frankly, it was good that the Hibs fans brought the atmosphere because the game itself was very underwhelming. And for a, a 3-0 home victory, it was very kind of, lacking in entertainment Liverpool as we said are immense at home but if you had to pick one team one of the teams that could get a result it would be Villa yeah but uh, the landmark is this is Klopp's 300th Premier League game Uh, 
Does he feel like he's been around that long? I suppose he is part of the furniture. He's, he's now, is he? second longest running manager after Pep, or is it the other way around? I mean, there's not many managers make it to uh, 300 Premier League games. I mean, if Emery makes it to 300 Premier League games for Villa, that would be, uh, be an achievement. Suggest we're doing very well. And also an achievement, because most managers, yeah. it's like a two-year uh, stint. And that's one of the concerns kind of behind the scenes is Villa have set up now very much uh, a power block with Emery. Obviously, you've got Munchie. I mean, the idea that Munchie's here and then Emery would leave and Munchie would stay around is uh, almost like fiction. He is very much part of the Emery setup. If Emery goes, it's you're missing a big chunk of your footballing side. Yep. And you'd have to start again. So, I mean, that's the bridge to cross later. But it, it will be interesting, uh, bigger picture. But this season is very much uh, a pivotal one in the Emery canon. And uh, this game could potentially start to help set it up. Here's hoping. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans